Welcome to the very first DDT Pod Blast. I'm DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI, joined as always by Doc Manson at Doc Manson. And if it sounds like I'm talking fast, that's because this is a Pod Blast. And Pod Blasts, as we determined about mm, 45 seconds ago, need to be done in 20 minutes or less. So time's a wasting, Doc. How are you? I am doing very well. It is so good to be here with you, D.C. Matthews. Have you seen it? (sighs) D.C. Matthews. N. A. I. I'd like to point out that the whole pod blast was pretty much your idea, and yet you, I think are, it's a great you idea. are obstructing yourself right now. <laughs> I'm only obstructing you because you're trying to do the 20-minute thing. <laughs> Have you seen Zootopia? No. You should watch it. What is Zootopia? It is an animated movie that came out earlier this spring. Uh, it's the one with the fox and the rabbit who's the police officer, and the commercials had the sloth mm. who talks very similarly to what you did. Oh, I see. Dash, okay, dash, yes. or no, flash, flash, 100-yard dash. I see. Uh, while we're on the subject of movies, that's one of the reasons we're doing this pod blast. We've got a couple of things to cover, and again, we're going to try to be out of here in 20 minutes or less, guaranteed. Or it's free. Um, there are two movies coming out. I was listening to Late Night Liam on the NAI Network, and I don't believe I've gotten your take on either Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 or... Uh, Central Intelligence. Or if I have, if we have discussed them, it has escaped my mind. So I feel like we might have talked about Ninja Turtles. I think we might have said on the pod that there was no way in heck that Mrs. Matthews was going to attend this with you. So there was a good chance that the two of us might end up going to the movies um, for the first time in a decade. That is true. Now, she has said, because she knows that Mrs. Manson has invited us on the Twitter, at Mrs. Manson DDT, uh, <clears throat> she invited us to a double date to see Central Intelligence. Uh, and while that is probably not her first choice for a movie, she said she would go. I said, well, we could go see the Turtle movie instead. And she just stared at me. Mm-hmm. <coughs> well, I mean, I have to say to Mrs. Matthews that um, going to go see Central Intelligence probably would not be my first choice either. However, I don't know, man. Those previews do actually look funny. My worry is that it's going to be one of those movies where all the funny stuff happens in the previews, and you walk out of it going, I wish I had 90 minutes of my life back. Absolutely. And I guess we would be remiss if we didn't... Oh, maybe you already <clears> mentioned <throat> this, but I, I don't remember if you did. Um, the only reason why we're talking about these two films is because they both have wrestlers in it. Yes. Well, Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles is, is of our childhood. We, well, that, that we, too, we came to be in the era of the cartoon, of the movies that, you know featured Kevin Nash playing Super Shredder in Secret of the Ooze. Yeah! Then they went to Feudal Japan. This this movie looks pretty... Well, I won't say good, but I had no interest in seeing the rebooted Michael Bay Turtles movie that came out a couple years ago, but this one just looks like they're going straight to the heartstrings. You know what I mean? They're going straight to that nostalgia play. Mm -hmm. They're throwing in everything that was in the original cartoon series that we have never been able to see realized 
on the live action, well, I guess CGI is not really live action, but you know, the big movie screen. Those original Turtles movies, love them or hate them, you know, I think that second one to me is a highlight of my childhood, but even still, they never once tried to put Bebop and Rocksteady into a film. I agree, and so from what I've heard, according to Late Night Liam, which is the only place I get my movie information these days, is this is produced by Michael Bay, and the director is kind of a Michael Bay flunky, so the movie presents similarly to a Michael Bay movie. But again, Bebop, Rocksteady, I hear even the guy, like the human fly, I can't remember his name, but... Baxter Stockman? Very nicely done. Very nicely done. I believe he has a part. <clears throat> so, for that... Are there going to be mousers in there? I don't know. But for that oh, alone, yeah. I think I need to go see this movie. So... I mean, not to mention Krang. It looks oh. like the Technodrome is going to be in there. I mean, this film has everything that, you know, I think eight-year-old DC and Doc could possibly want exactly. out of a Turtles movie. So. <clears throat> exactly. And so, and Seamus does play one of them. I can never remember which one Bebop is and which one is Rocksteady. Eh. I don't think it matters. No. But uh, good for Seamus. I think he plays Bebop, because Bebop, I believe, is the warthog with the mohawk. Okay. Rocksteady is, is the, the rhino. rhino. So. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm interested in seeing that. I have a mild interest in seeing Central Intelligence. You know, The Rock is usually pretty good. I, I will agree with most of what the New Age Insider said. I'm not wild about seeing The Rock in a wrestling ring, but I enjoy Dwayne Johnson, the just the personality. I can't remember the last film I saw with him in it that I really enjoyed. Um, I liked Be Cool. I don't think I saw that. The sequel to Get Shorty, that was good. I I honestly may not have watched a movie with The Rock since, like, Walking Tall. I would have to actually look at his filmography, and we don't yeah, have time to do that on a pod well. blast. Pod blast. No, but I didn't see San Andreas. I did not see... I haven't seen any uh, of the G.I. Joe and movies. Furious. I, oh, okay. I saw the second G.I. Joe movie, or at least I saw half of it. So, so maybe that I guess one. that counts. Yeah, maybe that. All right. Well, so we're interested in the movies. We Feel free to email us your thoughts on the movies, ddtwrestling at gmail.com. You know, at some point, DC, we need to sit down and do a full-length um, pop culture pod of some kind. Movies, comics, uh, well, whatever. I, I'm, I'm surprised we it. haven't done that yet. I'm all for it. You would like you want to do one of those? We can certainly do it. Did you see Gem and the Holograms? Apparently, he was in that because I did look up his IMDb nope. page. I did not. Did you see Hercules? Nope. Pain and Gain. Nope. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of these either. But either way, uh, the main reason we're here is <clears throat> NXT is having a takeover this Wednesday. It is uh, subtitled "The End." And while we talked about that this week on the official DDT Wrestling podcast, um, what we did not do was actually go through and predict the matches. Now, according to uh, Wikipedia, there are only five. So I'm sure something will be tossed in there at the end. Maybe. So as we talked about on the pod, that's Joe versus Balor, Steel Cage for the title, Asuka versus... Nia Jax, Revival versus American Alpha, Alpha, and I don't know what else. You said that those you got through the title matches, correct? Yeah. So what okay. else is there? Um, Shinsuke versus Austin Aries. 
Oh, okay, yeah. And Ty Gillinger versus the debuting Andrade Cien Almas, who we talked about as the former Mexican wrestler La Sombra, although I suppose he's still technically a Mexican wrestler. But formerly a mass star in Mexico, uh, now has taken the mask off, I believe, and will be wrestling for NXT. So who do you think is going to pick up the win there? The debuting La Sombra or uh, Ty Dillinger? You would be- I, I have to go with the debuting superstar. History dictates that at Tech Takeover, the stars that are making their debut tend to win. Um, I, I th- would agree with that. You know, so and and as much as I love Ty Dillinger and would like to see him do something, I don't know that this is the place for it. So I'll go ahead and predict that Andrade Almas picks up the win. I'm intrigued. New talent is always good. That's why I like NXT. Um, so I mean, I will say, you know, in reference to that, same thing. They had that debut match of that new tag team um, TM six one. Have you caught up that- on NXT? I haven't caught up completely, but I did see that episode where they went out against um, Ciampa and Gargano, and that was an excellent match, and the debuting talents there did not win, but they still managed to get put over, I think, in a solid way that doesn't tend to happen on the main roster. Mm -hmm. They lost that match, but I think they still established themselves on whatever that roster is going to look like in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think they will be, and I I would want to say those two teams, if they're going to keep... Uh, Champa and Gargano as a tandem, I would imagine they will be stalwarts of whatever this new NXT is going to be. And of course, we're presuming that NXT is changing. Yeah, of course. You know, for all we know, this just really means it's the end of the demon and that's it. So I don't know. Could be. Um, but yeah, so I'll go ahead and say that. I did enjoy TM61, or former, they were indie stars, the mighty don't kneel. That yep. was actually there. I- their tag tag team in there. Well, that was their tagline in, in yes. the uh, interview they gave, and yeah. I thought that was pretty good. I, th- I thought it was a good, a good solid debut for them. Um, moving on to the only other non-title match, Shinsuke versus Austin Aries. Uh, Austin Aries needs the win more. We were talking on Twitter just yesterday about how flat his NXT run has felt, but but then again, you're going up against the juggernaut of the King of Strong Style. It's hard to to imagine him losing this. So, your thoughts? Uh, I agree with you. Austin Aries definitely needs this win, but, I mean, I'm going to give it to Shinsuke. He's the more exciting talent, but maybe they don't feel the need to protect him? I, I, I don't know. I think he could survive a loss more than Aries could, and it's not like either of these are career killers. But no, not at all. If Austin Aries picks up a big win against Shinsuke people might take him a little bit more seriously. Uh, you know, no one can explain... I, but the thing is, I kind of feel like they feel like Austin Aries is more of a known quantity than Shinsuke. So I sort of feel like they're inclined to say Austin will be alright, people know him. Whereas this <coughs> other guy from a completely different country maybe is less familiar, so maybe he needs the win more. I don't know. You might think so, but if you listen to the crowd reaction, they love Shinsuke and could care less about Austin Aries. So fair enough. That was a pretty good promo they gave two weeks ago. As yeah, well. I think if these two could feud for a while, they could help elevate each other and you know put themselves in good position. Because I have to believe both of them are getting drafted if they do a mm. if they do a full draft i'm not sure either of them stay in nxt through whatever transition may or may not happen 
Well, while I, while I could definitely see either of these guys going to the main roster, if I had it my way, this might seem a little strange, uh, I think I would hold on to Shinsuke in developmental for a little while longer. Um, he's only cut one English promo, and while it was acceptable... You know, honestly, if they gave him a year working on his English off main roster television, I think he would be that much stronger, or at least his, you know, his main roster run would be that much stronger for putting that time in to develop that, those skills. So, I don't know. He's certainly ready in every other sense of the word, and so much of what he does is a physical charisma that obviously needs no promo skills but I do feel like if they gave him just a little bit of extra time, he could really, really be something. You are absolutely right. But I'll go back to what you said about the brand split on our last show <clears throat> and talking about the potential depth or lack of depth of this roster. A guy like him becomes a mid-level to big main event star immediately just based on that physical charisma that you talked about so <clears throat> I have to believe Wrestlemania 33 they have already penciled his name in in some form or fashion so uh, as for the winner however did you have you made your production I'll go ahead and say Austin Aries wins because I do believe he needs it more than Shinsuke does I'll just give it to Shinsuke for the heck of it all right this is kind of an underwhelming card. I'll watch, but I'm not... You know, TakeOver usually is must-see television. I don't know if you've noticed, but... I mean, my stellar production rating uh, purport, you know, percentage has slipped these last couple of shows. Um, and I have no doubt that it'll be the same case here. But honestly, it's because these are all sort of feuds that... I can't tease apart. I can't get to the logic of what it is they're doing in these storylines because it seems like a lot of this is just being thrown together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't seem like there is a lot of purpose for me to be able to really try to analyze what I think is happening behind the scenes here. Well, as we come close to the five-minute warning for this pod blast, pod blast, what you gonna do, uh, make some sense of the women's title match for me. Nia Jax versus Asuka... <clears throat> Where do you see it going? I, I, like I said on DDT Pod this week, man, um, this is they have come up with the only way to make me not care about Oscar. Wow, that's true, and then, you know it is very true. I skipped the contract signing from this past week's show. I don't care. Contract signings never interest me unless I off unless they're done by Brother Nero. And Matt Hardy. Then, <laughs> then I'll watch them. <laughs> I turned off the the number one contenders triple threat match on NXT. I knew Oscar was going to come out at the end, but I didn't care to sit through or even to try to fast forward through it to see that. So I just turned off NXT, mm -hmm. and I haven't. I, yeah, I don't. It doesn't matter to me. I'm going to assume Oscar wins because again, I think she remains undefeated. But at the same time. If you want to call her up to the main roster, you could see them building a true developmental division around Nia Jax. I mean, you could see him doing it. You could. But, uh, I think, since I made the prediction that Asuka never loses in NXT, <clears throat> I think she gets called up while still being NXT Women's Champion, and they have to do a tournament, which is the right thing to do for a 
new, quote-unquote, new sort of company is you have a tournament to crown your inaugural champions. Um, <clears throat> I do... Th- there's potential there for Nia Jax to win, but she is so beneath Asuka in every measurable way, talent-wise, that I can't see them giving it to her. Uh, tag team titles. American Alpha versus The Revival. What do you think? This is tough because they just traded back and forth, you know. Um, I'm going to give it to American Alpha because their reign has not been that long. But honestly, I could see it going either way. Both these teams are good performers. But, I mean, I I still... I feel like the Revival did nothing with those belts when they had them last time. And I don't really think it helps them at all. I mean, I guess the one thing you could say about this is... If, if you want to take a look at this as really being the end, if we're to believe that this is a draft where the NXT people are going to be affected by the upcoming draft, then if I had to choose from these, you know, these champions, which ones of them were going to be called up, well, then the end is a perfect opportunity to get the belts off of these people. In which case, you know, um, Asuka loses and America Alpha loses. Because I see American Alpha being way more main roster friendly than the Revival, although honestly both of them would be I fine. disagree, and we probably won't have time to get into that. We might have to save this for another show. <clears throat> the Revival but, uh, would end up beneath the Shining Stars if they went to a tag team division now. I think the Revival... They have no personality. I think the Revival gets by on actual tag team wrestling, and while what they lack in charismatic personality, they make up for in an old school feel that I think puts them in a good position in this tag team Listen, division. The, I won't argue about the old school feel thing, but what you just did was you described Shining Stars. They don't have a lot of charisma, but they're really good in the ring. That slot's filled. They don't need another But team they're like the that. heel version. Oh, well, I suppose the Shining Stars are supposed to be heels. We've only seen them but once, so I don't know. <clears throat> so go ahead and pick one. I pick American Alpha to retain. I did as well. Okay. Uh, that brings us, as we're less than two minutes before we're done, <laughs> what perfect timing to talk about the main event, because I don't think either of us care particularly about this feud. I enjoy what it's done for Finn Balor. I enjoy that we've seen more of the person that is Finn Balor, and the match will be good. But I'm not... I still don't understand why they randomly dropped the belt to Joe on a house show and then the next takeover is part four in this series anyways. WWE loves best of four, which makes no sense. But if they were just going to have them fight again for the belt, why didn't they just keep the belt on Finn? Like, I don't... I don't know. I don't it, get it. It gives... It, like I said, it gives Finn Balor a chance to show a different side of him because he has looked defeated. He has not I don't been think defeated I, before. I don't think I've seen him. I don't think I've seen Finn Balor since then. But regardless, All I'm right. going to give it to Joe. Give it to who? I'm sorry? Joe. I'll give it to Joe. Yep, I will as well. All right. So there you have it. We have given our predictions for NXT TakeOver. Uh, I'm excited to watch it, but not nearly as excited as I should be. I'm more excited to see where NXT goes from here. Final thoughts, sir, before we head off? Um, Yeah. I don't know. I think this is going to be a solid wrestling show. Hopefully there's going to be a few more matches on this card. What I'm seeing right now, not super exciting. All right. Well, 
regardless, we are DDT Wrestling. We're excited to bring you our very first pod blast. We'll go a couple of seconds over the 20-minute mark here. But quick podcast, you can find them only on the DDT Wrestling feed. Find us, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, all of that good stuff. Anything before we head off into what is a beautiful Saturday afternoon, some daytime recording for DDT Wrestling there, Doc Manson, at Doc Manson. I am all set, DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. Well, all right then. We will check in with you, maybe, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, with another pod blast sometime in the future. Until then, we'll see you around the neighborhood. <laughs>